0: please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show.
1: Hello, this is Tripp Lanier. I'm a men's coach and host of The New Man, Beyond the Macho Jerk and the New Age Wimp. Um, for more than a decade, I've had thousands of hours of life-changing conversations with men. And while we may initially focus on the guy's personal development, I've found that their mindset around work and money plays a massive role in the quality of their entire lives. So, in other words, if they're playing small professionally, it's going to show up in every uh, every other area of their life, too. So, today I wanted to have some fun with some very generalized polarized ideas to help illustrate how we may be limiting ourselves and all that our lives have to offer. Now, if you're willing and able to remember that these are just ideals, they're generalized, very polarized, then let's move forward. So let's start with this idea of success. Now, success, as it's so often described, is not all it's cracked up to be. For many, choosing success means we choose shallow or superficial relationships in order to get ahead. It means we consistently deprive ourselves of what genuinely feeds us in hopes that someday we're gonna make it up, we'll feel satisfied then, later on. It means we push aside what gives us meaning in order to go for the gold. So because of this, we don't have to dig very deep to realize that professional success alone does not ensure fulfillment freedom or peace of mind. It doesn't totally protect us from life's ups and downs, and it can often distract us from the whole purpose for being alive. Now, does that mean being anti-successful is the answer? Does that mean we uh, should sit on our meditation cushions and take a self-righteous piss on the finer things in life? Should we sip our locally fermented kombucha and judge those guys that are out there that are driven to create powerfully in the world? Should we quote the Buddha while we bounce another check? Um, No. Thoughts like you have to be shallow in order to be rich, or you'll go broke if you choose to lead a life of meaning, are two very common, powerfully ingrained beliefs. They're very limiting. And, And this damned if you do, damned if you don't mindset keeps many guys stuck on a frustrating path in life. So, just like the macho jerk and the new age wimp we can create two highly polarized generalized imaginary archetypes to represent these ideas around success and money. So let's call them the shallow success chaser and the broke spiritual seeker. The shallow success chaser, the broke spiritual seeker. I laugh I laugh at these because I can see both of these guys in myself. I've I've firmly been both of these guys and no one is completely one guy or the other. He's no. He's not completely one archetype or the other. We, we, they're both rooted in our reactive fear-based thinking. They're both two sides of the same fear coin, if you will, which means there has to be a better way, right? That's That's where our hero, the new man, he's our hero, right? He, this is where he comes in. He's the guy that transcends the bullshit while including the best qualities of both. So, let's talk about how these three archetypes work with power. Let's imagine you and I are standing near a bay watching three guys in three different small boats, little tiny boats. And let's imagine that these small boats don't have an engine of any kind. They just have a sail, they've got an oar, and they've got a rudder. In boat number one, we can see the shallow success chaser. He's fighting the current and the wind. He's like a rat on a wheel. He's in a battle. To make headway through the massive power working, uh, working against him. He's oblivious to why he's struggling. He just knows life is a struggle and he's hoping that at some point, any minute now, it's not going to be a struggle anymore. But there's no time to learn a better way because, man, he's got shit to do. He's got someplace to go and he's just going to put his head down. And he's going to crank right through it and he's going to exhaust himself. In boat number two, we see the broke spiritual seeker. This guy's simply going with the flow. Now, he may not appear to be struggling, but I don't think he's at peace either. He's not relaxed because he feels powerless. He's unable to steer or guide his boat wherever he would like to go. He may be moving, but in reality, he's just being swept away. Now, then we see our hero, the new man. He's in boat number three, and he has a clear sense of direction that comes from deep within him. And instead of struggling against or being swept away by all the power moving around him, he's able to use this power. He's able to tap into it to take him where he wants to go. And this guy even manages to pop a bottle of the bubbly stuff to enjoy it along the way because he's a badass. Now, remember, these are just generalized, polarized ideals to help us understand our mindset a bit better, to so help us understand where we're coming from. So let's play a game. Let's do a little quiz. I've written some statements that describe each of these archetypes. And as I go through these lists, I want you to mentally check off each one that you believe to be true or even just partially true for you. And afterwards, we'll discuss how the new man could transcend the worst qualities of each while including the best. So here we go. Let's talk about the shallow success chaser first. The shallow success chaser believes being busy is admirable. He gets caught up in comparing himself to others. He believes his results, wins, and losses define who he is as a person. So if he loses, then he believes he's a loser. His emotional world is a roller coaster. His mood goes up or down with his external wins and losses. He, uh, he seeks enjoyment through beating or being better than others. He has a fear of being helped because it's more important for him to appear that he has it all together. Uh, He experiences chronic drama, either at work or at home. He has no sense of purpose or mission other than to be successful, whatever that means to him. He tolerates superficial relationships. The people in his life are merely there to help him be or appear to be more successful. He maintains a facade of strength, which makes him rigid and defensive. He's scared of new ideas or anything that threatens his way of thinking. He has what I call yellow Labrador syndrome. He feels lost if he doesn't have a goal to achieve. He's like that dog at the dog park that's maniacal about the dog. He's like, just throw the ball so I can chase it again. Like He's got this thing that he always has to be pursuing something. Um, he has a need to control the world and have control over others. He's unaware that he's still trying to prove or defend something that didn't get worked out in his younger years. He's still trying to overcome some shit that happened in middle school or high school. Um, he believes that self-pressure and self-deprivation are necessary to get things done and achieve success and happiness. He justifies having a lousy life now so that he can hopefully, and I would say hopefully, enjoy his life later. Uh, he has a fear of being satisfied because he thinks it may, uh, it may mean that he'll lose his edge. He believes that having a heart and a strong sense of values will make him go broke or make him go, or make him soft. Uh, for him, making money doesn't mean much anymore. He doesn't feel fulfilled by the positive impact. He feels that no matter what he's done, it's never really enough. He has a sense that it's him against the world. He believes I am the dominant creative force in my life. Everything's up to me. And last, I would say that he lacks authentic friendships. He doesn't feel comfortable telling others what's really happening in his life. So could you relate to any of those qualities? I certainly can. Uh, when I'm eclipsed by my fears, I I can certainly relate to that stuff. We all do it, it happens. it's like I said, it's just a extension of our fear-based selves. So now let's explore the other extreme. Let's talk about the broke spiritual seeker, the broke spiritual seeker, Believes he needs more information and analysis before taking action. He plays in the shallow end of the pool professionally. He has big dreams, but he doesn't follow through. He believes money is bad or dirty or the root of all evil. He believes money has a magical quality, like it just kind of magically moves in and out and there's, it's, there's no real logical way to it. Uh, he has a childlike relationship with money. The broke spiritual seeker believes in the abundance of the universe, but he feels constant scarcity around money. He believes that money shouldn't be important, even though it's something he thinks about a lot. Uh, money, for, for him, money is personal. His bank account is a reflection of his emotional baggage and his issues and karma. So he's connected uh, his emotional world and everything to his bank account and his money situation. He believes he, need to do more, he needs to do more personal work on himself before he can build his business or make his offering to the world. Uh, he believes making money means he's taking something away from somebody else. So he's, if he's better off, then he thinks that somebody else must be worse off. He backs away from a challenge if it involves his professional life. He's dissatisfied. He believes he could play at a higher level if he wanted to, but he's not. He senses that he's hiding out. He feels professionally impotent or lacking power in the world. Uh, he fears he's going to look like a sellout if he tries to create wealth. He's attached his self-image of being spiritual. He's very attached to this idea of being, quote, spiritual, whatever that means. And he likes the idea of being more evolved than other folks that have created financial success. He's kind of put himself on a pedestal and he looks down at those people. He has a condescending attitude towards those who want to show up in the world powerfully and create wealth and play a big game in the world. So again, this happens. When I'm, unco- when I'm unconscious and I'm stuck in my fears, I can relate to some of this stuff too. So as I mentioned, the shallow success chaser and the broke spiritual seeker are just two sides of the same fear-based coin. They're both creative responses to fear so we can feel more safe and secure in an uncertain world. And this explains why we can all relate strongly to both of these guys. So it makes no sense to debate about which one of these silly archetypes is better than the other. They're like a layer of clouds that's obscuring the immense power of the sun. They're both a distraction from the big self, our, our inner authority. They're a distraction from our most powerful, creative, and essential qualities. You still with me? Good, let's keep going. Now let's explore what success could look like when it's not rooted in fear or scarcity, let's explore success as a result of doing what has us feel most alive or free or loved and at peace. Let's explore success as an expression of our depth and purpose in the world. Let's see how the ideal of the new man approaches money and success. And I'm just going to take a little sip of this here. All right. Let's talk about the new man. How does the new man approach success? The new man embraces depth, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually. He finds satisfaction in his work. He's fully aligned. His work, relationships, lifestyle, and location are all designed to bring out the best in him. They're They're like the wind at his back instead of something he's struggling against. The new man sees the big picture of life. He orients towards fulfillment. He's actively doing what he was put on this earth to do. He has a deep sense of awareness of his programming, his limiting beliefs, and the power of his thinking. He's done his personal work. He knows what gets in the way. He knows his shit. He knows what gets in his way. He lives and creates from his big self or his inner authority. He doesn't give up his values when it comes to work or making money. He isn't waiting to bring his best to the world. He's willing. Enabled to get over himself, to get, get out of his own way. He, didn't, to, you know, he recognizes he's got an ego and sometimes just need to get over himself. Uh, he welcomes challenging and new ways of seeing the world. He welcomes help from others. The new man doesn't allow achievements to determine his value as a person. He doesn't compare himself to others. He's only working to uh, realize the best version of himself. He anticipates and finds ways to benefit from adversity. He chooses to be bold instead of busy. He values simplicity and spaciousness over being busy and having lots of balls in the air. He believes strength means dropping the facade and being willing to reveal what he's truly thinking, feeling, and wanting. Uh, He believes there's nothing for him to prove. He appreciates and enjoys what he already has. And he honors his drive to create more too. He follows his curiosity in the face of failure. He finds ways to be playful in the face of adversity. He brings an adult mindset to money and business. He understands that money comes from bettering the lives of others. He's happiest when he's lifting other people up. He says no to drama and draining relationships. He kicks that shit to the curb. He has an attitude of service. He's asking himself, how can I help? He believes peace is the end game, that well-being is his true nature instead of something to strive for or that's something that's going to be on the other side of some big check or some big accomplishment. He has strong, lasting, meaningful connections with others. He didn't take stuff personally. That'd be nice, right? I have a switch and just stop taking stuff personally. He takes action and approaches uncertainty with the attitude of, Well, let's dive in. Let's see what happens here. He connects with his profession on a deep level. It's not just a job for him. He knows how to clearly communicate his professional value in the world. And he knows that all of this stuff that's happening, it's not all about him. It's not this big ego program. It's just recognize he's a pretty small piece in a massive puzzle here. And he sees himself as a conduit for the creative force of life. Now, these are just a few qualities that point to an archetype. And there's no way I'm going to even pretend to bullshit you and tell you that this is how I live 100% of the time. I don't know anybody that does or even comes close. But I'm just, I'm describing these ideal qualities here because I want you to begin to see another possibility for life and success beyond our fears and habitual programming. That's all we see, I believe, around us is this manifestation of fear and habit of striving, I I want us to be able to see there's another way here. I want you to see that a guy living with this powerful mindset could be a multi-gazillionaire using his vast resources to change the world for the better, or he could be a deeply satisfied surf instructor who's spreading aloha and his love for the ocean to others. From this perspective, the external metrics for success, they're fluid because success is now being defined by our own internal yardstick. Now, we do this by asking ourselves, what has me feel most alive, free, loved, and at peace? What brings me the greatest sense of satisfaction and meaning? And what kind of an impact do I want to have on this world? Answering these questions honestly and aligning our actions accordingly takes guts. It's much, much easier, and I, use, I put easier in quotes here, to simply follow the herd and join the rat race. It's much easier to look to those around us to figure out what we should do. I mean, we can play that that game in our sleep, as most folks are clearly demonstrating. But as our big self, and I'm talking about this powerful mindset that isn't eclipsed by fear, we can mindfully determine our orientation to money. Money can now take its rightful position as a tool to create the profession and lifestyle that serves our deepest values. Money is now another rewarding exchange for how we make a positive impact on others' lives. Money no longer is this thing that proves our worth or eclipses our sense of self. I hope these ideas have opened up some new possibilities for you. And if you'd like to explore how you can align your deeper values with a more expansive definition of success, then download the Authority program. It's an audiobook and ebook, and it's available at thenewmanpodcast.com/authority. Ideas are fine, but applying them to our life and our work is where the fun stuff happens. So Check out the Authority program to get a sense of what it looks like when the rubber meets the road. Visit the slash authority. It's free. Enjoy the program, and thanks for listening.